Steam locomotives were some of the most powerful machines ever built. They pulled trains that fueled our imagination. They represented vision, collaboration, ingenuity, customer service, and extraordinary human achievement. But in order to get to their destination, it took someone guiding them through a series of switches in order to get to the main line. Just like leaders today, it takes someone directing them down the right path in order to get to their destination. Welcome to Mainline Executive Coaching ACT, which stands for and Cultural Transformation, hosted by Master Certified Intelligent Leadership Executive Coaches, Michael Bailey and Rich Barron. With over 50 years of successful cultural transformation and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show. Thank you for joining us today. We're glad that you've joined us because we've got a great and very exciting topic to talk about. Again, it's always about leadership. This is Rich and Michael here. That's what we're going to be doing here. We're going to be talking to you about leadership in regards to what's expected of leaders in critical skills that they have, and and how does that really tie to who they are fundamentally as a leader? So this is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. We talk about it all the time. Leaders have to act. It also stands for and cultural transformation. The two work together. The better you are as a leader, knowing who you are. Let me underscore that. The better you know who you are as a leader, your natural talents, your natural proclivities, and you work from that position the healthier you're going to be, that means the less stress you're going to have, but it also means that you're going to have more joy, more more joy in your work and also you know, loving the people that you work with. It's all the positive emotions come because it begins with you. That ripples throughout your organization. On the other hand, if you don't have that, what happens? It becomes a very distressing, stressful, unhappy place for people to work. Huge turnover, health problems, on and on and on. I think we've talked about that before. So here we go. We're going to be talking about these nine critical skills that leaders have and are expected to have in one way or another. So, Rich, what are these nine skills? Let's talk about them one by one. Yeah, yeah, this is, you know, this is part of that secrets to intelligent leadership. It's a mystery. You know, so this is this is something that uh, for whatever reason, people think this is a huge issue that we need to, to look at. And this, so these nine skills are basically the skills that you see on a performance review. They're the, they're the skills that people see us from the outside having. And when you talk about wanting to develop your leadership skills and improve, you know, improve who you are as a leader, these are the ones that people think about. So if you think about uh, these nine skills, you know, starting with critical thinking. Uh, critical thinking, uh, an important part of being able to look at data and, and solve problems. Uh, decision making, you need to be able to make uh, a solid decision as a leader. Strategic thinking, you know, that's a very big part of the leadership, uh, the, these critical skills. Emotional leadership, having empathy, uh, you know, leading from the heart is, is very important. Uh, communication skills. Man, if you can't communicate, you know, or understand how communication works, then, you know, that's that's a big problem. Talent leadership. Uh, do you have the ability to leave talent, to, to train, to teach, to bring those people up through the ranks? 
team leadership. Uh, do you have the ability to effectively lead a team? And how does that team work? How do you put those teams together? Change leadership. Difference not bad, it's just different. How many times have we, we seen change destroy companies, Michael? You know, 75% of all those companies out there uh, fail because of change leadership. That's a huge issue, huge part of having those critical thinking skills, those, those critical skills, if you will. And finally, driving for results. You need to be able to drive your organization to that next level, utilizing all these other skills. Very important part of these. And again, these are the things that people see you as a leader. Those things that when you get that performance review, you know, your supervisor or whoever it is that's doing that is, is going to look at these skills. These are what they see you as. Right. Let's make some, that's a good summary, Rich. Thank you. I appreciate that a whole lot. Let's kind of make some distinctions between these different, these different skills and then how they come into this leadership play. Uh, critical thinking is that ability just to take a look at data and look at it without any kind of bias as much as possible and just see what it is, what it is and the outcomes for then what what potentially could happen from it. Pretty much about problem solving, analysis and those kinds of things. Now, just because you're really good at an analysis and looking at the data and seeing the big picture and weighing out all the different possibilities and options and so forth. That does not mean that you are necessarily a good decision maker. No, no. Uh, there's there are people who you know you've heard of paralysis by analysis. You know yeah. they get they get stuck in trying to make a decision. They they get so deep into trying to analyze it, this data that they have, they get stuck. And, let, and and so that's an important part. You need to be able to take a look at this data and disseminate it and be able to make that decision and there in right there also says you need people around you that are going to help you make that decision it sometimes it's not just a decision on your own that's right this also this is, is an interesting thing in terms of emotional intelligence and leadership is making a decision and you have to move it to another place which is about relationships as well when we make the decision for the company How's this going to affect everybody throughout the company? How are they going to deal with it? If it's a hard decision, it's a difficult kind of thing that's going to be coming, you know, that's going to be coming out into the company. Maybe people are going to be let it go, change of leadership, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be upsetting to people. Well, part of that is also is how do we help them deal with these changes? That's a big deal. Right. Sometimes leaders say, well, they just have to handle it themselves. They just got to kind of suck it up and move on and all that kind of stuff. No, actually. There is a leadership style that is very attuned to people, how they work and helping them to work that through because we don't want to lose people. We don't want people to become discouraged. We don't want people to become afraid. And the reason we don't want them to become afraid is we've got plans. We've got things that we've got to get done. And so there, there's a difference between a critical thinker and a strategic thinker. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I Look at strategic thinkers as, you know, you're the guy that's up looking across the horizon and developing that vision for your company and being able to disseminate that down to your, your organization, get all that excitement happening and be able to drive that forward. That Those strategic thinkers are the ones that have the vision, develop the mission, you know, to have the, you know, talk about the real core purpose, the why of your organization. Those are the strategic thinkers. Yeah. 
And then in that, and then in that, what you're talking about too, is that ability to communicate. The, oh, absolutely, the, yeah. The relationship kind of leadership we talked about before, helping people. You know, those are there are the those relationship leaders that relate really well to people, that connect and they're intuitive and make everybody feel good. But then communication is another kind of leadership, that ability to communicate clearly and getting people involved and all that kind of stuff. It's that that creative part of it whole thing. Right. And then you've got to take all that stuff that's going on and you now got to take it over to here and say, okay, so do we have the people? And if we don't have the people, because that's your strategic plan, do we have the people? What do we have to do? Where, where are our people in terms of their own potential, developing that potential? And what have I been doing as a leader to help develop that that, that pool of talent that we have yeah. to something even greater? There's that aspect of it. And then there's now, then there's the bring them bringing it to the team and say, what would it, what are we going to do? And that's that's team leadership. Right. So there's some different things. So what do you see in those differences between strategic leader, the communication? Now you know. The, the potential of the of the organization and then bringing it to the team. You know, you've got to understand how communication flows through your organization. Communication flows to the left, it flows to the right, it goes up, it goes down, it goes all through the, the organization. That's part of culture. That's part of developing a culture in your organization, one of success, one of where everybody is involved. And that's that's where you know the talent leadership comes on in being able to communicate the the vision from the strategic thinking down to where the talent is. Now you mentioned something a second ago, potential. There is a huge difference between potential and performance. Performance, it could be a ton of numbers. You could be knocking it out of the park. You could be doing everything right as a performer but honestly do you have the potential to go forward do you have the potential to move beyond that simple performance where you're at that's that is the difference that is where a good leader comes in is being able to see the potential of the people in his organization not just a performance we're not just looking at numbers we're not just looking at their last performance review we're looking at the potential of these people to move forward, the potential to join these high-performing teams. And that's where that comes in. You've got to be able to communicate the vision, bring the, the talent in that has the potential to move forward. Now, performance gets you to that level where people are going to see your potential. But don't, you know, don't get those, don't, don't think they're one and the same because they're absolutely not. Now, you know, and team leadership. You bring those people with the talent, with the potential to make this a successful team. That doesn't mean they've already made it successful. That means they have the talent and the potential to bring that forward. That's where a good leader comes in is seeing that potential. And emotional leadership is one that fits in there as well. Having, you know, being able to really connect with your people. Do you have the ability to connect and really have the vulnerability to let them see who you are and go out and, and, and learn who they are as well. So that's, that's just my take on it, Michael. I, I think that's, you know, the potential is the key communications key, you know, and understanding the, the talent you have in your organization, knowing who they are. Yeah. Taking it, it. These are all different kinds of talents, all different kinds of leadership things that, that 
that you may have some, you may not have others. And as you take this through, as we were talking about this, you know, got the, here's the big idea. We've decided on it. This is the right thing to do. Let's get people to start, you know, connecting up and making sure that stuff. And here's the strategic plan and good communications, good team development, taking the team. How do we feel about it? And then you come to this very interesting place, right? And that is, okay, so what is the vision? Where are we really going with all this work and thought and planning and all that kind of stuff? You were talking about that earlier. And that's really change leadership. Change the leadership. Ability to take this. Here's where we are. This is the potential that we have. This is where we want to go. This is the new vision. And getting people to buy into that vision, not because they have to, but because, I'll tell you why, because they believe in you so much as a leader. They You put an enormous bank account, emotional bank account deposits again and again and again into their emotional bank accounts. You've done that again and again. They're going, this is a guy, this is a gal that we can trust. And once you get that buy-in from them, you know, change, then you can go for, this is what we're driving for. This is that driver leader saying, let's, we're doing it, get on board, let's make this thing happen now. Yeah. And we talked about drive, uh, you know, drivers, those people who drive for results. You can drive so hard that you drive people right out of your organization. Yeah. That's, that's a very tricky and an important skill that you need to master as a leader. Now, you know, go back to the change leadership for a second. We talked about that. 75% of all organizations fell. They fell because of change leadership. They don't have the ability to change. And right now, I'll tell you what, right now, post 2020, 2021, change leadership is as critical a skill as there's ever going to be. If you don't have the ability to roll with the changes and find ways using all these other skills to get to that next level, you're going to, you're going to be part of that 75%. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it's interesting. Here's the thing that I think is critical for those who are watching today. You may have it. You may have all these different kinds of leaderships, uh, leadership styles and critical leadership skills. You may have that all there, but you may not really understand what each of these particular leadership styles and their corresponding skills are. You may right. think that you do, but you may not. You may not have that real clarity about who each of the people on your team is and what their real expertise is. They may not. They may not know what that is. So you may have the potential there, but unless you know how to tap into that potential and then organize it in such a fashion that you really are, they really are coming together. In fact, I was just talking to a, a client about this very same thing. She she worked back east with the, this uh, this organization where they they did take takeovers and mergers and very 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 dynamic group, very 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 different kinds of people that came in and did this kind of work. But she said this: even though we were all different, we had different skills and backgrounds and experiences. We knew what to do. We knew how to do it, and therefore we were very effective at what it is that we did. They knew how to bring it together because each of them knew who they were, the specialties, blah, blah, blah. If your team isn't functioning, your leadership team isn't functioning, 
it's because they number one don't know who they are, who their home base in terms of leadership. Right. And if that's so, then they don't you don't know really how to bring them together. So the first thing that you can do as as the head of this organization is let's really find out. Let's find out right. what everybody's home base leadership, what their natural skills are. Let's get that clarified. Once yeah. we get that clarified, then we can bring the puzzle together and we can make it work in a whole new way, direction, focus, energy, all of that. So what's our if that's the case, that if it makes sense to you, let's know who we are. Let's not think we know, because mo- I'll tell you, most of the time they don't. I guarantee you, most people I talk to, when we impact the MLEI, they think they're this, but they find out, no, I'm not really that. Kind of, but I'm someone off, you know? Yeah. So what can we do? What's the offer we want to make to people who are watching this and say, let us help you pull that together and make it work? The offer is, is non-negotiable, because you have to know your inner core before you understand that outer core. Those that if you want to improve that those outer core skills, you have to know who you are on the inner core. It's a non-negotiable uh, concept. It really is. You cannot improve long-term those outer core skills unless you do what we're talking about. And we have an assessment it's called the Matone Leadership Enneagram Inventory, and it's interesting. We there's nine inner core traits, and it's interesting how there's nine outer core traits. All those critical skills we talk about coincide with those nine inner core traits. How do you find out about that? Well, you come talk to us. You come talk to uh, Michael and I, and we will get you uh, on this assessment. There's over 12,000 global leaders who have started down this journey we're talking about by taking the MLEI, this uh, assessment, including the late Steve Jobs, uh, Roger Enrico, Bob Logue, and 500 global CEOs are included in, the, in that database of 12,000 global leaders. It is, it, it will change your life. And yeah. that I promise you. It will put you on a different path to leadership ability. And we are the guys that can help you do that. Now, here's what our offer is along with that. We're going to help you do that. Now, this is not, um, it's not a real expensive assessment, but, but it costs a few bucks. It's over a hundred bucks to take it for each individual. So the offer that we're making here is this, talk to us, contact us. You may qualify for our offer where we can provide this to you at no cost, part of our investment into you and to your company to see how the company is really working and what's really going on with those individual leaders. I'm telling you, if you will take that opportunity, if you'll take that chance, we will take that chance with you. And if you'll do that and you work that through with us, I guarantee you, you can't help but get out of where you may be, whether it's like we're really stuck and we're desperate and we're drowning to like, we're doing okay, but we just can't seem to make it up to that hill where we want to get to. So find out, maybe you'll qualify and we'll kind of set up a whole relationship thing to help you move on. If you're not interested in leadership, if you think you got it all down, then so much uh at this point, we can't help you. But if you're the kind of people that are humble, that are teachable, that are looking for the, the next thing, that are really curious, we can do a lot to help you. Yeah. Do you have the courage to do that? Yeah. Do you have the courage to be vulnerable? Absolutely. So, or you can go to another one of these seminars where they're going to show you about 10 PowerPoint slides about communication skills. You're going to be excited for a few days and then completely lost on how to get there. You go right back where you were before, confused and mixed up, and yeah, that's the way it works. All right, so 
we are we are going to continue this secret, the secrets to intelligent leadership in other upcoming episodes. But uh, anything you want to add, Michael, before we uh, say goodbye? Let's leave them with that on a high note. Folks, we're serious. We want to help you. See if you qualify, because this could be a whole new beginning for you, your organization, your team. And man, catch the wave. Yep. Executive Leaders Act, ILEC.com is where you can find us. It's where you get a hold of us. So start it now. Start that journey today. And uh, we hope to hear from you soon. Once again, thank you for joining Lane 9 Executive Coaching ACT. So, and have a great day. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Take All right. care. All the best. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbarronexecutivecoaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide will help to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.